Amen. God is still good. God is still good. Open your Bibles again to Leviticus 26 and then keep your Bibles as we'll look at a couple of other passages of Scripture. Uh, this is a passage of great promise here in Leviticus chapter 26. He's basically saying, if you'll obey, I'll bless you. If you'll obey, I will bless you. God wants to bless us. He's hungry to bless us. That's his nature to bless us. But there is a hinge between the obedience and the blessing that has to be seen. There is a hinge that, that, that has to be seen. And I want you to notice in verse number 4, the Bible says this, that I will give you rain in due season. I'll give you rain in due season. The principle is teaching us that there is a certain time that between the behavior and the blessing, there is a due, uh, there is a time, there is a time of waiting, there is a time of patience, and even sometimes difficulty between the obedience and the blessing. Some folks are frustrated. Some folks are frustrated that they've been obedient and God hasn't blessed them yet. That comes in due season. God blesses us in due season. That's what I want to preach today and I hope that you'll take the truth of the message and it will help you in your patience with God. Some folks have determined, I'm not going to be obedient anymore because it doesn't matter. It does matter to be obedient. And God does bless, but it's in due season. Let's pray and I'll give you the message this morning. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless the preaching of your word. Sometimes, Lord, we lose or lack patience. And Lord, sometimes we complain or express frustration because the blessing has not yet come. I pray that because of the Bible truth of the message this morning, we will increase our patience in you will increase our joy and realize that in due season, you do bless obedience. I pray for your power as I preach this morning. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Take your Bibles and go to the book of Deuteronomy. I've often referred to the book of Deuteronomy as the constitution for the nation of Israel. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, I want you to notice what he says in verses 13 and 14, the fifth book of the Bible, Deuteronomy chapter 11, uh, verses 13 and 14. The message I'm preaching this morning between obedience and blessing, uh, there is a period of patience and we need to wait through that time and sometimes even difficulty, but expect that God always blesses in due season. Deuteronomy 11:13, and it shall come to pass if ye shall hearken diligently, not casually, but diligently, unto my commandments which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God. Make a decision to love God, is what he's saying. And to serve him with all your heart, with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land in his due season. The first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn, thy wine, and thy thine oil. Take your Bibles, go to Psalm 145, right in the middle of your Bible there, Psalm 145. We find the truth of due season introduced in the book of Leviticus. We see it again in the book of Deuteronomy. Now notice what the psalmist reminds us of in his generation, Deuteronomy chapter 11, I'm sorry, 
Psalm 145, we already read Deuteronomy 11. Psalm 145, Psalm 145, the Bible says, the eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou hast given them their meat in due season. Uh, take your Bibles and go with me, if you will, to the book of Luke chapter 12. The book of Luke chapter 12, and I want you to notice in verse number 43. He says uh, in uh, Leviticus, De Deuteronomy, Psalms, he says it in Proverbs as well. We're not going to read that, but he says in due season. You said, I, you said, I've been obedient, but I haven't received the blessing. Is there a problem? No. Uh, it will come in due season. Just be patient through the waiting time. Uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 43, the Bible says, And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household? Notice the line here. This is the teaching of the Lord Jesus. To give them their portion of meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Now, one more passage of Scripture, and that's in Galatians. Galatians uh, uh, chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. This may be the most familiar passage of Scripture to us this morning of the passages that I've read, but this is a truth that runs throughout the Scripture for every generation, for our generation today. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 7, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, and he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Here's the verse, verse number 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Now you can lose the blessing of obedience. Are you listening to me? You can lose the blessing of obedience if you give up, if you faint. But the Bible said don't be weary in well-doing. We shall reap if we faint not. The Bible is teaching us that we do not reap what we sow immediately. There is a time between the sowing and the reaping. Uh, that time is sometimes a difficult time. It's sometimes a challenging time. Uh, but when due season comes, we will enjoy the blessing of obedience. The analogy here is that of the farmer. We understand that. You don't put corn in the ground and go back the next week and pick the corn off the, uh, the ears off the stalk. We understand that. That's very simple. But he uses that well-known truth in our lives that we know to say, now wait a minute, every area of your life requires a sowing and it guarantees a reaping in due season, but between the sowing and the reaping, there is a time period. Don't be weary in your sowing. Don't give up in the difficult time. We will reap if we faint not. Now, the application or purpose is more than knowing this truth. We all know the truth, but it takes time. You put grass seed on the ground, uh, you're not going to have a beautiful lawn in a week. 
uh, you're probably going to have patches, a little bit of grass started to come up, and it may take a year before you have a beautiful lawn. We all know that. We understand that. But sadly, we have more patience with, with grass, and we have more patience with vegetables than we do with God working in our life. Sadly, many people forfeit or they lose the blessing because they're not patient in the difficult time and they never make it to the due season. Let me, let me just give you some applications. Your work, your work. Now, you may get paid every Friday, but your work pays in the long run. Your career, your work. Family. You don't have a happy and a godly family by accident. You have it by work. You get to the days when your children get to their terrible twos. Sometimes you think, this is where we're going to end it all right here. They're never going to get out of their terrible twos. Uh, but then they become teenagers and you forget all about those terrible twos. But it applies to family. It applies to rearing our children. It applies to our marriage. It applies to your good deeds. You understand when you're kind to someone, you've sown an act that you're going to reap? You understand when you forgive someone, you've sown an act that you're going to reap? Do you understand when you help someone in need, you've sown an act you're going to reap? And so he says, let's not be weary in well-doing. What is well-doing? It's obeying the very simple instructions of being a Christian, of being kind, being forgiving, being helpful, doing all those things that God has called us to, uh, to do. Let me give you another one. Overcoming failure in life as did Peter take some time of sowing and then a while before due season. You don't just overcome a life or a season or a time of failure in your life in just a week or two or three. If you're a new Christian, you're not going to get all of the blessings of the Christian life in the first week or the first month or the first year. God's still good to us, as they sang. God's always good to us, but there are blessings that come from obedience. Now, I want to give you several statements this morning to help us understand this truth so we can have patience with God. Number one. There is more than one season for every part of our life. There's more than one season. In fact, I'll give you three. We have four seasons, and we uh, experience some with all four seasons here uh, in our state. But I'm talking about the behaviors of our life. I'll give you three words to define three different seasons. Planting, patience, and praising. Now, I like the praising. I like the harvest time. Buddy, I like it when the green beans come in. I like it when the new potatoes come in. I like it when the new corn comes in. It's easy to praise then, isn't it? But there are three seasons. There's the planting season. There's the patience season. And there's the praising season. I want you to think, if there's an area in your life that you're a bit frustrated about, you're a bit disappointed in, maybe it's your walk with God, maybe it's your prayer life, maybe you're praying for things and you haven't had the answers to your prayers that you've expected to have by now. Uh, maybe it's uh, being kind and helpful to others and you haven't reaped anything from that or you think you haven't. I, I want to say there are three distinct uh, uh, seasons that we have to pay attention to. There's the planting, uh, there is the patience, and there is the praising. Now, the planting season, he said, don't be weary in well-doing. Do it all the time. Do it all the time. Don't be weary in well-doing. Then the patience and then the praising. Let me give you the second statement. 
There is a purpose for every season. There is a purpose for every season. The first of the season, the first purpose is work. That's rain. Can you still hear me? Huh? All right. I hope you're all dry. Donovan, can you hear me? A little bit? You're the fellow I want to hear. No, I'm just kidding. All right, we're going to turn up as loud as we can. We're going to wait just a second. It'll be through here in just a second. They say it's going to stop raining by Tuesday. All right, there are three seasons. Number two, there is a purpose for every season. The season, the season of planting, the purpose is work. The season of patience, the purpose is waiting on God. Waiting through the storm, waiting through the winds. <laughs> waiting till it stops raining. The purpose of the third season is winning. We enjoy the winning. Let me give you the third thing, and I'll move quickly. I want to give you the third thing. God's in control of every season. God is in control of all three seasons. God is in control of the planting season. God is in, the, in control of the planting and the preparing season. God is in control of the patient season. When the storms come and when the droughts come and when the pest comes, God is in control of that season. If you're going through the valley, God's still in control. If you're facing a giant, God's still in control. If you're facing an enemy or a failure in your life, God is still in control. God is in control of every season of life. By the way, God is even in control of the praising season. For the praise does not come to us in our obedience. The praise goes to him and his blessing of our obedience. You see, you can put the seed in the ground, but if God wasn't a God of the planting season, there never would be a praising season, but he's the God of the planting season. He's the God of the patient season, and he's the God of the praising season. And I want to say, if you don't praise God for the blessing as much as you ask God for the blessing, you may hinder the next blessing that you need in your life. More Christians fail because they cannot handle the blessings of God than those who fail because of the challenges of life. If you're in the praising season, it's not for pride, it's for praising Him. I said, first of all, there's more than one season to every part of life. There's a planting, the patient, and the praising. Second of all, there is a purpose for every season. Number three, God is in control of every season, trust him. Now I want, you to, I want you to get number four. Don't miss it. The off season or I'm not working. Turn this one on. Alright, turn that one on. So you're going to have patience when you preach sermons. You don't quit. You don't get weary. You might get wet, but you don't get weary. Don't miss the statement now. The patience is not time to make decisions. This middle time of waiting, that's not the time to make decisions. That's the time to pray. You don't make decisions when you're under pressure. You made the decision by faith to plant the seed. 
You made decision by faith that you're going to be obedient to God. You made decision by faith that you're going to sow good works and then... Then you go to the third microphone. <laughs> I didn't have enough illustration. God said, I'll give you some. The off-season is not time to make decisions. You know, when, when the storms come, you don't say, oh, I shouldn't have planted that seed. It's the time to pray. Lord, you're in control of all seasons. Not time to quit. It's not time to turn back. That's why the Bible said, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. If we faint not, you don't faint, you don't quit. It's not the time to make decisions in the difficulty. It's time to pray. Patience is a work. Let me read this to you from James chapter 1. James chapter 1, verse number 3. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now don't miss this. When God tries my faith, which is the planting season, I put corn in the ground believing that God's going to bless it and give me food to eat in the fall. I'm obedient to God in the springtime, believing God's going to bless me in due season. I work in the rearing of my children, believing in due season God's going to bless me. I work in having a godly marriage, believing in due season God is going to bless me. Now I go from the planting to this time of patience. It's a challenging time. It's a difficult time. It's not time for decisions, it's time to pray. It's time for faith. Now wait a minute. If I can make it through this season of patience... I make it through the storms, I make it through the wind, I make it through the drought, I make it through the difficulty, and I get to the due season of blessing, the next time I come to this difficult valley of patience, I can say, I know what happens here. God gives me strength in the valley, and if I'm obedient the first time, it makes it easier for success the second time. And here's what I've learned about God. He never blesses in the same way twice because he doesn't want me to trust in the way of his blessing. He wants me to trust in the who of his blessing. I don't trust in what he does. I trust in who he is. My Lord knows the way through the wilderness. Does this one work? My Lord, we got two, two microphones, three to go. The Lord knows the way through the wilderness. All I have to do is trust in him. That one's not going to work. All right, that one's working. All right, number five. Don't miss it. There can be a due season going on at all times in your life. There can be a reaping season going on at all times in your life. Think about this. The more I'm obedient to God, the more I can expect in the due season. The more prayers I pray, the more answers I can expect. Now, don't miss it. I may be going through a tough time in one area of my life, but in another area, God is blessing, and it says to me, just hold on, he'll bless you in that area too. Just keep being obedient. So I want to do more than just a little bit of sowing. 
I want to sow all of the time so I can have a due season all of the time. I want to keep witnessing all of the time so I can keep enjoying seeing men and women come to Christ all the time. I want to keep praying all the time so I can keep expecting prayers all the time. I can be living in due season all of the time if my obedience to faith in his word is active all the time. Does that make sense to you? Number six, there is no due season of praise unless there is an obedient season of planting. There is no due season of praise unless there's an obedient season of planning. Now hear me well. God doesn't run a welfare program. God doesn't have social programs. It's personal responsibility. He said, you obey me, I'll bless you. You disobey me, you're going to suffer from that. Now, now, you may enjoy some of what others are enjoying, but it's a whole lot different than enjoying it yourself. Brother Derek Young and I were talking on Friday at lunch about our children serving the Lord. And I said to him, I said, you know, it's easier for me to live by faith than it is for me to watch my children live by faith. And sometimes what I want to do is I want to step in in the hard time and help them through the hard time. And I believe encouraging one another, but also believe that everybody, if they're going to have due season in their life, they're going to have to go through not only the planting, they got to go through the patient time. Now, God doesn't spoil his children just to spoil their laziness. He may spoil you through your obedience but he won't bless laziness. So if there is no planting season, there'll be no praising season. If there's no obedient season, there'll be no due season. Let me give you the last statement and I'm finished. Every day is a day of sowing. Here's a statement I've lived by in my ministry. Never measure the success of a day by the harvest you reap but by the seeds you've sown. Never measure the success of a day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you've sown. You may be enjoying the blessings of the Lord today and think, boy, this is great. I don't have to go to church for a while. I can live off this blessing. But wait a minute. If you stop sowing, you're going to stop reaping. So I don't measure the success of this day by the harvest I reap. I measure it by the seed that I sow. So I'm going to keep sowing seed while I enjoy the blessing. So when the blessing's over, I'll still have blessings to come because I didn't stop sowing the seed. Think of the life of Moses. Moses was raised in Pharaoh's house. Moses could have been the next leader of Egypt. But Moses chose to suffer affliction with the people of God rather, to rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin, the pleasures of Egypt for a season. They said, Moses, are you out of your mind? You could be the next leader of Egypt. Moses said, I'd rather be with the people of God because the people of God have an everlasting blessing 
Egypt doesn't have an everlasting blessing, but God does. So he suffered for a season, but can I tell you, God blessed him because he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. He said, I might not get paid in green cash on Friday, but I'm going to get paid. God always pays his children. On the other hand, Samson could not wait for due season. Listen to me now. Samson said, no, that's what I want, and I want it now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait until a due season. I want what I want now. And Samson got what he wanted, and he got what he wanted now. And in the next chapter, we find Samson has lost his eyes, and the Philistines are making fun of Samson. You know why? He could not wait through the patient time to get to the praising time. Now, you may be here this morning, and you're in the patient time. I got, I got good news for you. Due season just around the corner. Due season just around the corner. You say, boy, I'm having a tough time in life right now. I got good news for you. Due season just around the corner because it comes right after the valley. That's when the blessing comes. Stand with me, if you will.